Howdy, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Ball Talk, uh, where our opinions are final, just like the referees. I'm your host, Michael Singley, and I'm joined with... Zachary Todd. Oh, and my fun fact of the week is that my favorite baseball player on the Orioles is Adley Rutschman. Oh. Why? He's young, I like him, he's cool. Oh, that's fair. Um, and my fun fact is that my favorite upcoming hockey player is Matthew Wood. Why? Because Wood. I got his signature on my hat. <laughs> Wood. <laughs> yes, Michael, we all know you like Wood. <laughs> Funny name. <laughs> Nothing will ever surpass the general booty of the Oklahoma Sooners. I hope he what, does so well. What, you mean their starting quarterback? I hope he does so well. Anyway, um, yeah, so this week we're going to be talking, well, I guess today, because this is the second part of our first episode back. Um, Today we're just going to be doing an NCAA college football segment. Whoop. All righty. So starting off, well, the college football season started, you know, week zero was last week. Uh, Vanderbilt ended up beating Hawaii. I thought they lost. No, Vanderbilt beat Hawaii. Um, Yeah. So good job on Vanderbilt. They're number one in the SEC. For one more day. For one more day. Uh, so starting off, your Texas a Aggies play New Whoop. Mexico. So uh, what the hell is a Lobo? Yes. Yes. It's, just, it's a character from D.C. Oh, it is. Yeah. You're right. Anyway, um, we're coming into this game as... The 23rd rank. 38-point favorites. Okay. So we should win. The over-under is 49. Okay. And the weather tomorrow is going to be 101 degrees in College Station. Let's go. At game time. Whoop. <laughs> That's Texas weather for you. Welcome, Mex- welcome to Texas, New Mexico. What is even your logo? It's a lobo. That's a wolf. Yes. a lo- Do you not know that a lobo is a wolf? No, it's a character from DC Comics. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, yeah. We had an eventful offseason. We did have an eventful offseason. Uh, we've... Our recruiting class is doing pretty strong, actually. Yeah, and sadly, one of our all-time coaches—I'm forgetting his <clears> name right Terry now. Terry Price. Terry Price. He sadly per- passed. Rest in yeah, peace. Yeah. So, uh, so on the field, we're gonna—we have the initials TP um, across the field. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and then our players have TP stickers on them. Oh, nice. Um, That's really cute. Because they're playing this season for Terry. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, he, he was a very loved coach, not just by the A&M community, but all around because NCAA, he's just yeah. such a genuine guy. He's so nice mm-hmm. and he makes, and he made really good barbecue. He did make really good barbecue. Um, but yeah, so, um, he was our defensive line coach. Yep. Um, he also played at A&M for the, for a while. Yeah. But... Moving on from Terry Price, it's untimely passing, but in the, around the SEC, Vanderbilt did win by seven against Hawaii. Utah beat Florida 24-11, and Mizzou took down South Dakota, so they are the top of the SEC East, and Vanderbilt's the top of the SEC West. No, Vanderbilt's the East as well. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Oops. You can tell how much you care about the East. But, Missouri's further west than Vander than Nashville. Eh, fair enough. Like, Missouri's on the opposite side of the Mississippi. Yeah. But 
moving down the SEC, we have our Aggies playing New Mexico. Tennessee is playing Virginia. Kentucky is playing Ball State, because they exist. Arkansas is playing West Carolina, which I didn't know existed. Um, Ole Miss is playing Mercer. Auburn's playing Massachusetts. Mississippi State's playing SEC Louisiana. Southeast Louisiana, not S- SEC. I said SEC Louisiana. No, you said SEC. That's the same difference. Um, Georgia's playing UT Martin. Yes, yeah, um, University of Tennessee Martin. Vandy is playing Alabama A&M. Cause oh, they, boy. Um, and Alabama themselves playing MTSU. And the Gamecocks... Go Blue Raiders. Yeah, and the Gamecocks <laughs> are playing North Carolina. And on Sunday, um, we have Florida playing Florida... Sorry, LSU playing Florida State. Now, that's the game of the week right there. That's going to be a good game. But I honestly think that Florida State can take down LSU. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Florida State's, a, like, in my opinion, they're, you know, I haven't they're seen them. They're a sleeper pick this I year. I haven't seen them yet, but, I mean, they're coming in as, like, what, the 8th ranked team? 8th seed, yeah. 8th seed overall. Yeah. I don't know how LSU's still top 5, but... Didn't they lose a lot of their players? <clears throat> Who? Didn't LSU lose a lot of their players this year? Uh, quite a few. Um... You know, and a couple of players suspended for their practice, uh, for their fight during practice. Yeah, that'll do it. But one, including a someone who transferred from A and M to Ole Miss and then to LSU. Oh, he's a journeyman now. Congratulations. They can't control him, and we were, you know, these teams that t- picked him up were throwing shade because they're like, you can't, like, like, haha, you lost your players. And it's like, no, we didn't. We threw him out because it's. He's uncontrollable. Yeah. But um, moving back to our A&M game, A&M offseason, we picked up Bobby Petrino as our new offensive coordinator. We did, and that was a big move. It was a big move, and now it's time to see if Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino can actually get along. With, Bobby Petrino's going to be pl- uh, calling the plays. Which we need, because I'm sorry, Jimbo, your play calling is poo-poo. It's old. It's very old. It's, it's poo-poo. It's old I and think predictable. He- yeah, he just kind of, like, picks a random play out of his playbook and says this yeah. one. Which, um, in, you know, other Aggie news, the starting quarterback for your Texas A&M Aggies is Connor Wigman. Wyman. Wyman, Wigman, whatever. You mean, I believe you mean Connor Heisman. Connor Heisman, let's do it. I hope he wins the Heisman this year. I do, too. Also, uh, our 12th man has been decided. Yeah. Um, give me a second to f- remember name. Well, Zach's looking that up. Um, we did retain um, Iceman and I. Smith. Our wide receiving core is insane this year with Moose Muhammad, Evan Stewart, and um, Anaya Smith as the top three. Our running back, I'm not remembering his name because Devon A. Chang got picked up, but our running back should be good this year. Our O-lineman, our O-line's looking really good. Defense looking solid. I predicted a 10-2 and record this year for us. Um, only losses probably being to Georgia. And to maybe Bama or LSU, because we were playing in Death Valley. Yeah, we're playing in Death Valley, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, but we don't play Georgia. I thought we played Georgia. Nope. Um, we play... Here's our schedule in conference. Uh, Auburn, then Arkansas, then Alabama, then Tennessee at Neyland. Um, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and then LSU. Oh, sorry. We, we lose to Mississippi State. Because they're home. Or no, they're home. Sorry. We lose to Ole Miss. They're away. We, we go to Mississippi. 
I honestly think our only loss is going to be LSU. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I hope that comes We're playing true. Alabama at home. If we can beat Bama and LSU away, I, I mean, it's an easy third. We have a path for a 13 and L. We do. We like we very easily have a path for it. The or 12 SEC, and 0, Sorry. The SEC West is a strong conference, like the strongest conference in my opinion is the SEC West. Yeah. Because I mean, what what does the SEC East have? They have Georgia. That's it. Tennessee's a powerhouse as of late, and that's it. Yeah. Florida's gone downhill. Kentucky is a dark horse team. Vanderbilt's been Vanderbilt. Missouri's been Missouri. They've been in misery. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, South Carolina, let's face it, they're a joke. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like they don't really have a lot of competition, Yeah. which makes me wonder why Georgia's always number one. They're a good team. Don't get me wrong. It's because they won the Natty. They're a good team, but they have I mean, an easy... See- Schedule. Yeah, but did you see the the destruction that happened at the Natty last year from Georgia and TCU? Yeah, that wasn't a game; that was a murder. Okay, but you're also you also have. But Georgia had to play Alabama to get to the SEC championship, right? Yeah, and they beat them. Yeah, and they also beat Ohio State, which is really the national champion. No, TCU beat Bama. DC... I forgot about that. TCU just ran out of juice. Yeah, they're also playing Georgia, and then a hurt Bama. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the starting, uh, so the twelfth man for A and M is Sam Matthews. Yay! Is your I'm seeing you as a freshman. No, it's they never have a freshman twelfth man. What class is he? I. Great question. But. Anyway, it should be a good year for us Aggies. Um, Connor Wyman looked amazing last year whenever he started. I <clears throat> I don't believe he's thrown an interception yet. If that's that still true, I think I think so. But now the biggest question is because I haven't seen um, who's going to be our starters. But who do we think our starting running back is going to be? I couldn't tell you. Because um, we have Le'Veon Moss and Reuben Owens as our two contenders for that spot. I honestly couldn't tell you, honestly. But I'm sure whoever we pick would be the right decision, and then the backup would always be good. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's, are the real stars of the show, though, this year are going to be our wide receiving core. Oh, yeah. I mean, we need a str- I mean, we, we consistently have a good run game. Yeah. Always do. And then, sadly, our tight end got hurt. Our starting tight end got hurt bad. Yeah, I mean, we have a strong tight end core behind him, but it does suck that our starting uh, tight end got injured. Mm-hmm. And he's undergoing surgery for it. Yeah. He won't be, he'll, he'll probably be a redshirt for next year. Either that or he'll play the last couple games. Yeah, well, surgery on, on the foot, right? The foot or leg surgery? I forget. I don't remember. But our offensive line is looking healthy and strong. That's always a good thing. Until week one, where they all get down. No, that'll be week two when we go and play the convicts. Yeah, we go play Miami. In Miami. Yeah, well, we beat them last year, so... When they had a good team. Yeah. Well, 
sorry. Um, they had a good team early season, but then yeah, after really that, they just went, they just yeah. tanked it. But, so, the Aggies schedule this year is looking very good. We have Mexico at home, Miami away, UL Monroe at home, Auburn at home, Arkansas at home, or away. Away, sorry. but it's at AT&T, it's AT&T Stadium, Stadium. As it always is. Yep, Bama at home, Tennessee away, Gamecocks home, Ole Miss away, Mississippi State home, Abilene Christian home, LSU away as our rival game, which I am waiting for next year to where we can go to have TU in our conference and so we can destroy we're, I mean, we're playing TU um, next year, but our Thanksgiving game is still being honored with LSU. That's silly. Not really. I mean, I like it because, I mean, yeah, TU is forever going to be like our main rival because we're within state, but, you know, between you know 2012 and this year it's been lsu consistently yeah but i still do think that we should just go back to having the texas and a&m game that may eventually come back but next year it's i don't think that's going to be the yeah case. i think after next year we should definitely switch but switch back to normal because that way we've played lsu for an even amount of years and so and we end it on an on a win. Well, on a home year. Yeah. Because this year we're playing them at Death Valley. I'd like us to end at least our Thanksgiving tradition at Kyle Field. Yeah, I would like that too. But next year we play to you at Kyle Field, which will be That'll exciting. Be a, oh yeah, that game. That's gonna be, be a sellout. Packed. It's gonna be so, such a big oh, sellout. Easily a sellout. Um. So, I don't really have any much more on NCAA. I don't know about you. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm looking forward to this year, honestly. Oh, yeah. um, the Aggies are always super high up in hopes in the first week, and then we're going to hey, lose to UL Monroe or something. Listen, we're ranked at number 23. Let's get the movement going. Don't rank us. Don't rank us. Because we do better that way. Yep. We, keep, we play better when we don't have any expectations on us. That's what happened last year. We had way too many expectations. And we just tanked it. Yeah. Granted, we were also dealing with injuries and having to play mostly true freshmen. Oh, exactly. Yeah, no, we had so, a super young team. And, you know, Jimbo during the offseason was basically talking like, hey, you know, last season, yeah, that was disappointing. But at the same time, how, how are our new players, our young players going to learn if there's no failure? Exactly. You know, we like we can have a really strong team. Mm-hmm. And they got experience playing in the toughest conference as a freshman. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. Yeah. Also, though, I do think Jimbo is in a bit of a hot seat this year. If he delivers another unexpiring season, I think we're paying him that $70 million check and getting a new head coach. I have not heard anything. Like, I've seen stuff on it, but I haven't heard nothing from anyone official on that one. Yeah. I'm just saying it's an option that I think Jimbo's probably has in the back of his mind because... Can't I really have two disappointing seasons back to back? So here, here's the thing that I've, you know, I've I've heard Jimbo's interviews, and one of the press was like, "Oh, are you in the hot seat this season?" He's like, you, "You've got to coach every season like it's your last season. Mm-hmm. You're always on the hot seat." Yeah. Like coaches are always on the hot seat. If you know, if Nick Saban had, you know, two bad seasons in a row, I'll, I'll, Alabama still probably wouldn't get rid of him, but no. He's there forever and ever because they sign him to like another ten year contract yeah, or something like no that. Yeah, no kidding. You know, same with Kirby like or well Kirby Smart. If he has you know two three bad seasons in a row, George's gonna can him. 
You know, yeah. well, this one like the Natty, so every, he has a little well, bit of yeah. leniency. He has a little bit more wiggle room, but every single college football coach, every single coach, is, it, just, general, it does yeah. not go just for college coaches. <laughs> I mean, it goes for at, every coach. Yeah. They're on the hot seat. I mean, yeah, look at the Texans. We've had three head coaches in three seasons. The Texans, if you look at the, you know, the Nashville Predators, we had a new head coach last season, um, Hines, and you saw that piss-poor season. Yeah. I mean, you know, with young guys, like, we just missed out on the playoffs, but we missed out on the playoffs, which is the first time since, I think, like, 2010 that we missed out on the playoffs. I have no idea. I don't know about hockey. But, like, every single coach is in the hot seat. Yeah. Except for, apparently, Aaron Boone. <laughs> for some reason. Fire him, Yankees organization. Fire that man. No, keep him. He makes y'all suck. It's funny. <laughs> I'm more of an Astros fan than a Yankees fan, but... So you should want him to keep Aaron Boone. Because then we get hilarious highlights of him imitating umpires and drawing lines in the sand. <laughs> Those videos crack me up. But... I mean, in all honesty, though, it's like, I don't want the Yankees to do poorly. No, I do. But I want them to do worse than the Astros. No, I want them to do poorly. Miss the playoffs. It's really funny to see them at the bottom. Okay, but I also don't want to, I don't want them to do worse than the Red Sox. I kind of want them to do worse than the Red Sox. Okay, but that's you. (laughs) That's you. Again, the Yankees are my secondary team. My tertiary team are the Milwaukee Brewers, and I always want them to be successful. Well, the Brewers are in a playoff contention spot this year. They're in the one seed in their yeah, division, exactly, which yeah. is freaking awesome. I love that for Welcome them. Welcome to the NL Central. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean... If it ain't the Cardinals, it's the Brewers. Yeah. But, moving on but Cardinals have had black magic their entire... Existence. Existence yeah. until this year. But they handed that off to Milwaukee. Or... Not even. The no. Milwaukee's just been doing good this year. But yeah. But moving on from NCAA, we can move on to MLB. So a quick update in the standings, because um, a bunch did change from last week. There's one change in yeah, the standings. Yeah, one big change. Um, going to the AL West, the Seattle Mariners and the Houston Astros are tied for the one seed, as the Texas Rangers has finally fallen, as I've predicted. Into the third spot. Yeah. Which is out of the wild card, right? It is, I believe. I No, they're still in wild card. They're still in the wild they're card two because... Games above, uh, they're, two, they're one and a half games above Toronto. Yeah, I I see that now. Yeah. Toronto's ten and a half games back uh, in the AL <clears throat> East. The Astros have the easiest schedule going forward, so we should be in a good position. The Rangers have one of the hardest schedules going forward because they had an, a cakewalk of a set schedule in the early games, in the early days. So, as I predicted early in the season, the Rangers are falling off. The offense is not doing anything because they're hurt. They either get, have injuries, or they're just not playing well, because Marcus Simeon's Marcus Simeon. Yeah. Um, then after the Rangers, you have the Angels, who are selling hard. Um, you have the Oakland A's, who are the A's. Uh, in the AL East, you have the leading and still the best record, or sorry, second best record in baseball, Baltimore Orioles. Then you have the Tampa Bay Rays, they're a game and a half back. Then the Blue Jays, who are 10 and a half games back. The Red Sox, who are 14 and a half. And then the Yankees at 18 and a half games back. Then we're moving on to the NL AL Central. We have the Minnesota Twins leading night conference. The Cleveland Indians are five games back. The Detroit Lions are nine. The White Sox are 16. And then the Kansas City Royals are 28 and a half. Yeah. I still think the Guardians can win it, can take it out, because they did just sign Hunter Renfro, 
uh, Lance they L- did. Lucas Giolito and a, another person who I'm forgetting his name, and I apologize. But the Angels decided to waive now, to put on waivers a bunch of people, and the Guardians picked them all up. Now I will say something, um, at least in the NL, like Milwaukee's leading the way, but um, the Cubs are are closing in. Oh yeah, they're three games behind uh, Milwaukee, but they're a game and a half behind uh, Wild Card. No, the Cubs are still in Wild Card. Well, I'm saying they're. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, they're ahead by a game and a, a half. game and a half. Yeah, which doesn't take much when oh, you have no. Arizona, the Reds, um, the Ra- I mean, the Marlins, okay. but and the Padres. That, it's kind of it's kind of interesting because the NL Central, every single team in there is fighting for a wild card and or playoff spot. If Milwaukee slips up for a week, it's going to be either the Cubs and the Marlins or the Reds or the Diamondbacks taking that. All that entire that entire conference is very solid this year, which is good to see. Well. Pittsburgh and St. Louis are 13 and a half and 16 and a half yeah, games well, back. Yeah, those two teams don't exist. So. so unless, you know, any of these three teams have just a straight up, like, just straight on losing streak throughout the rest of the season, St. Louis ain't going to make it to the playoffs. Pittsburgh's not going to no. make it to the playoffs. And then the NL West is as predict or as most of us predicted. Um, the Dodgers leading it by 13 and a half games. Boo. Boo. Um, I will boo the Dodgers. They have Joe Kelly on their team. Yeah. Come on, Colorado. Why are you 34 games behind now? Um, they fell off so hard. They, they had did. such a good hot they had streak. A, they had a hot streak the first, wait, what, month of the season? Month or two, yeah. And then they just fell off. And they did a Colorado. But they, they did pull a Colorado. Yeah. In the NL East, you have the Atlanta Braves leading that division by 14 games. The best record in baseball, 88 wins and 45 losses. Good for them. Yeah, the Braves are a very good team this year. Um, you I know, mean, but the only other team was a higher slugging percentage than the Braves. Astros. Astros. And now we have Michael Brantley back. Michael, he has not hit a ball under ninety miles an hour since he's come back, and it is insane. His first hit was a screaming double. Second one was a screaming single. I'm just saying, Michael Brantley, he's freaking awesome. Doctor Smooth, Uncle Mike, he back. Our he team's is. finally fully healthy, minus Luis Garcia and Lance McCullers, but Lance McCullers is always hurt, so we don't count him. Um, and then Luis Garcia. He got Terman Johnson when he coming back. Yep. But we are start, our rookie pitching is coming back as, out of vengeance. J.P. France is in contention for rookie of the year. Oh, nice. So is, um, and so is Yanni Diaz. I think if we keep starting him, he will actually win it over Gunnar Henderson, even though Gunnar Henderson has been looking really good lately. Their stats are very, very similar. They have almost the same exact number of home runs. Yonair has a better OPS and a slightly better batting average. Yeah. But following Braves, it is the Phillies, then the Marlins, then the Washington Nationals, and then the Mets. Lowell Mets is back, baby. Love the Mets. Love the Mets. Lowell Mets. Love the Mets. Um, but going in, we are talking about NL Central. And the West is the Dodgers leading the pack, then the Giants by 13 and a half games back, then the Arizona Diamondbacks. Then the Padres, and then the Rockies. Honestly, the biggest shock there are the Padres. I thought they were going to do a lot better than they did last than they did this year. I mean, yeah, we were thinking that because of how their playoff run was last year. Well, no, but they also signed Xander Bogarts. Right. Francisco Fernando Tatis came back. And they didn't really lose anybody. Exactly, which is just kind of weird. So it's just off. shocking how much they fell off. I mean, yeah. it's probably having. It probably comes down to pitching. It, and even then, they have a good pitching core. Joe Musgrove and... They have a decent. They pitching. have a good, like they have a decent pitching core. I'm just saying, like it's just interesting to see how far they've fallen. Yeah, but in the National League, your wild card <clears throat> spots are the Phillies, the Cubs, and the Giants. All the notable 
get the, the notable play, the notable teams that are back. It's the Arizona Diamondbacks are a game back. Um, the Cincinnati Reds are only a game and a half back, and the Mariners, sorry, yeah, the Marlins are only three games back. Um, so honestly, if the Giants, Cubs, or Phillies slip up, they're they're going to be easily replaced by those teams. Oh, easily. It's a very tight race. But in the wild card for the AL is the Tampa Bay Rays, the Red, the Astros, and the Rangers. But I'm still predicting that the Astros make it to the AL West as the leader. And so we get a bye week because there's no way we have a worse record than the Twins. And so yeah. if we do that, the Mariners would fall into wild card. And then I do think that the Rangers will hold on and be a wild card team if they can slow their sputtering. Mm-hmm. But we're coming in down to the last month of baseball. So I think it would be fair to start just, you know, to not quite start predicting playoffs until they're finalized, but we can start thinking about playoffs because there will be only 26 games left. I mean, here's, you know... We're down to the dog days. Yeah. It's it's the final stretch. It's the stretch that every team has been looking at all season. Oh, yeah. And if the the Astros can win... 13 more games, we'll have a 91 season, which will keep our streak alive. If we go in 23 more games, which is a bit more of a stretch, we only had to lose three. We can only lose three in the next coming up. You'd have a 101 season, which would be the third time. Uh, you'd be three in a row with the 101 season, three seasons back. Yeah. Back. But moving on from baseball, um, NFL, the preseason finally wrapped up. Thank God. It is finally done. Next week, our... We should probably do some predictions for next week um, for the games. Um, yeah, I guess we can. But we have the kickoff um, of the NFL season. We have the Detroit Lions, and they are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Which yeah. a lot of people are writing off. Go Lions. <laughs> yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people are writing off of this game as a blowout for the Chiefs to win. I honestly think that the... A lot of people, they're only going into this as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Exactly. No, but a lot of fans. Right. I mean, I guess so. I mean, the Chiefs are coming off of, you know... The Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl. But I do think that this will be a lot closer than people think. Oh, it will be. Um, I I think if the Chiefs mess up... Because their defense is not looking very good this year. Chris Jones is unhappy with the team. Um, and the Lions are looking pretty good as ever. So I do think that the Lions do have a chance to potentially upset. Do I think they will? Maybe. But I'm going to slightly give the Chiefs a slight edge in this one because their offense is just so much more high-powered. Yeah. Now, um, question is, who will the Detroit quarterback be? It's Jared Goff. What? Jared Goff. Oh, it is? Yeah. I didn't see that. Jared Goff starting. Oh. But, um, yeah. And then moving on to Sunday, we have the Texans and the Ravens. Um, the Baltimore Ravens are coming in a very high point favorite for this one. But very high. It's 10. It's, it's not. That's, that's two scores. That's a pretty high point favorite. That's still. It's two, two scores. Yeah. But I do think the Texans could pull out a win if we play well. We do have a bunch of rookies starting. CJ Stroud is your starting quarterback for the Texans. I mean, let's, let's be honest here uh, real quick. Like, this game is probably you know, the test for C.J. Stroud? Cause I wouldn't even agree with that because the really? Ravens the Ravens, sec- the Ravens defense is not all, is not very good. This game is really going to come down to if the Texans can restrict Lamar from running or not. 
Yeah. If we can stop Lamar's run game and force him to pass to OBJ, the best number two wide receiver in the league. Um, I forgot that he's their number two guy. No, he's their number one, but he's the best number two wide receiver in the league. Oh, okay. Um, because he's always playing under Cooper Cup. Or something oh, right, like right, right. So, um, if we can restrict the Ravens' run game, because Lamar is their run game, and we can force them to pass the ball to OBJ, I think the Texans do a shot at winning this game, and that is a potential upset. I mean, here's... Most of these games that I'm seeing, they're any team's game. I mean, the highest point differential going into week one is the Texans-Ravens. Yeah. For predicted. Um... Niners Steelers? Are you sure about that? That's anyone's game. I'm just saying. But moving down the line, you have the Texans and the, sorry, the Titans and the Saints. Um, this will be a close game. Yeah. Derek Carr is a very okay quarterback. Um, Ryan Tannehill is a less than okay quarterback. No, he's mm. he's decent. He is Kirk Cousins' cousin. As I like to call them. But um, I I do think the Saints are going to win this by a, a touchdown or a field goal. I think it's going to be a close game. It will come down to, really, if Derek Carr can be... It'll be close. I, th- I think the Titans can pull it out. Um, it's just a question of... only reason I'm really saying If is, we can break down the Saints' defense. Yeah, but the Saints' defense has always been really solid. They have Marshawn Lattimore. The Titans' defense is looking at least more solid in the... Um, defensive line front yeah um i mean, I mean we we've you, got you know jeffrey simmons Jaden pv um you know i mean but they have oh what's the guy's name that's on their d line it's really came not cameron hayward it's uh it starts with a c but he's really good really good d tackle um i think he'll be able to shut down derrick henry but yeah but moving on to cardinals commanders uh the selling cardinals um facing off against the washington commies um, I honestly think that the Commanders win this game. Why? Because the Arizona Cardinals are selling. Yes, they hard. are. They're yeah. not even starting Kyler Murray. Josh Dobbs is starting. Yeah, no, they're selling. They're selling. I think Kyler Murray, I don't think he's starting. But I could be wrong on that. But last I saw, they're they're trading away a bunch of their picks. Like, the Texans picked up an O-line from them. A lot of people picked up O-linemen from them. They're selling hard. But... I do think the Commies are going to win. I think Sam Howell will have a decent game. Uh, Scary Terry is going to run over that, that defense like a paper. Oh, yeah. um, Eagles-Patriots. Eagles by 15. Yeah. That's a pretty easy score. I mean, yeah, the Eagles are... They're, they're coming... so much... They're such a better the Philadel- team. The Philadelphia Bulldogs. They're such a better team than the Patriots. And, no, the Eagles... They're the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Yeah. Need I tell you their draft class? It's all Georgia players. You're right. <laughs> no, there were a couple of Alabama players okay. mixed in there. Okay, a couple. But like <laughs> 12 out of their 14 picks were from Georgia. Yeah, I'm fully aware of that. Yeah. Um, but going down the line, the Packers-Bears. This will be an interesting game. This will be Jordan's love first start um, in the as the full-on starter for Green Bay. And the Bears are coming in as a one-point favorite. Yeah, this will be a very close game. Um, this will be, I mean... This will be the test of Jordan Love. Yeah. As be. a Packers fan, I hope he does well, but I, I do think the Bears are going to win, sadly, because they, they won't... I mean, Justin Fields has proved himself. Kind, not yet. kind of. Kind of. Not yet. He's he, proved himself to be able runner. to play He's proved himself a, a good runner. quarterback in a very 
bad football program. He's proved himself to be the number one running back in the Bears. Um, but moving down, Bengals-Browns. Um, if Joe Burrow plays, easy Bengals. If Joe Burrow doesn't play, I still think it's the Bengals because uh, Deshaun Watson, a.k.a. Deshaun Cosby. Um, you, you realize Joe Burrow's out for the first couple weeks of the regular season, right? I thought he was only questionable. I thought he might nope. start. He's not questionable. He's out. Yeah, oof. No, he's questionable. Um, only questionable? Yeah. He might start because it was just a foot injury. It wasn't a, he didn't have a surgery or Trevion's anything. also questionable, yeah. which is good. But um, so the so, Bengals, he didn't have. It was just like it was a strain, and but, that was a few weeks yeah. ago. So he might but, start. But if if Joe Burrow doesn't start, they've got you know Trevor Simeon. Who? Yes. Okay. Um. Oh him. Yes him. Okay. Okay. Um. But moving down from the Bengals Browns, uh, we have Bucks and Vikings. That's gonna be an easy Vikings for me. The Bucks just yeah, are the Bucks aren't what they used to be. No, because got... I do feel bad for Baker Mayfield because he is an okay quarterback, but he now has to live up to Tom Brady expectations. So, yeah, I mean, kind of hard. Now the Bucks still have Mike Evans, who is the best wide receiver in the league right now. Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase exists, sir. Oh, I'm fully aware of that. Also, Cooper Cup. Okay, but also, you know, eight, nine consecutive one that like he hasn't had he has, he's a very he is the he hasn't mo- had okay. less than a thousand yards in his entire okay. nfl career he is the most consistent wide receiver yeah is he the best i would not agree with that because justin jefferson jamar chase cooper cup all exist i will I give can you agree with consistent I, I will give him the most consistent yes and i mean he was working with Jameis winston when he first got yeah. to tampa Bay. no of course He's never had. He's not a really good quarterback until Tom Brady stepped in. Yeah, until but Brady. But still, then, but still, even then, he only threw up like about twelve hundred yards. Right. But you know, one thousand yard seasons, like not going under a thousand yards since he joined the league, says a lot about him as a oh, player. Oh yeah, for sure. But he's a he's a really good wide receiver. Yeah, Mike Evans. I will not I will not discredit him for me not a good wide receiver. I just don't think he's the best. Yeah. Um, he's also getting up there in age, but he is. Yeah, now we're moving down to, I think it's going to be a very close game, very entertaining game, the Panthers and Falcons. I was about to say, like, if you are about to say that one, or I didn't know if you were going to say Colts-Jags, because that nah. one's also going to be... No, that one's not going to be interesting at all. But Panthers and Falcons are coming in. The Atlanta is a three-and-a-half point. Both teams very mid. Yeah, but they're also playing in the NFC South, which so this also has NFC South implications. So... <laughs> I this this is really saying this is really showing who is going to be leading the South this year. <laughs> this game will Bryce Young look good? Will Desmond Ritter know how to throw a football? Will they start <laughs> Bijan Robinson or will it be Kadoro Patterson? <laughs> I'm sorry, the NFC South is a joke. The NFC South is a joke too. You're right. The Southern Conferences this year are just not very good. You're right. But I do think the Fal- I, I think the Panthers will upset the Falcons here. I just think that the defense I think... is a bit more solid, more solid, because they still have Stephon Gilmore, who's still playing, I believe. Now, I will say, like, yes, doing, you know, these preseason predictions is fun, um, but I personally won't know, won't really feel confident in an answer until I see week one. Well, that's why we're doing predictions now. Yeah. Because it's week one's coming up. But then we go down to Jags-Colts. The Jags are going to win that blowout. Anthony Richardson is, I don't think, going to be a very good quarterback for them. 
He looked decent in college, but not very good. He looked okay in Florida. I think he's going to throw the most interceptions in this, in, as out of the rookie class. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's... He has, I think this is the year to really say, I am here and I am going to win. Right. I mean, you know, they have, you know, Christian Kirk, you know, he's continuing. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. It's, I mean, they've got a pretty stacked offense this year. Yeah, I do think they're a bit overhyped. But oh, no, I like, I agree that they're overhyped. I'm just saying they've got. They have a decent offense this year. They've got a decent yeah. offense with a mediocre defense. Yeah. Well, their defense is looking They better. have a decent secondary. Their defensive line needs some work. Yeah. Moving on, um, Niners, Steelers. That's going to be an easy Niners for me. God, isn't that weird that uh, the Jaguars, though, are no longer the joke of the division? Yeah, it's the Colts. Yeah. Let's be honest, it's really the Titans and the Texans, but we, we're going to cope and say it's the, jolt, the Colts. It's the Colts. It's the Jolts. It's the Colts. Yeah. But um, easy okay. Niners win there. Brock Purdy's going to start. He's gonna, he has a ton of weapons. It's a Kyle Shanahan system, so whatever Brock Purdy does is going to be chalked up to Kyle Shanahan's geniusness. Um... But moving on from that is the Raiders Broncos. I honestly think the, the Broncos are going to win this. <laughs> I mean, let Russ cook. I, let him cook. <laughs> let Russ cook. He will cook all over the Raiders. I cannot take Denver seriously with Russell Wilson as their quarterback. He falls so hard last year, but I cannot I'm willing take to give him the benefit of the doubt with Nathaniel Hackett as his head coach. They now have Sean Payton. That's true. Their defense is looking solid as ever. The defense, I mean, let's be honest here. The pride of the Denver Broncos, you know, even with when Peyton Manning was there, has always been the defense. Oh, yeah. And then Von Miller left. Yeah. But they still have a decent defense. Exactly. Like, even with Von Miller gone, it's they've still, they're solid. Yeah, no, for sure. But they will be the a solid, offense. They will be a solid 8-9 team this year. But the offense that is, is what's killing them right yeah. now. Yeah. Offense is killing them, and they have good. I hate, I hate that for Denver, but at the same time, that's for Denver to fix. Yeah, you know, it's like, like I don't dislike Denver whatsoever. Oh no, for sure. I don't dislike the Broncos. In fact, I cheered for them in Super Bowl Fifty against the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, I, I cheer for the Panthers. Strip sack Miller. Yeah, I cheer for the Panthers. I I mostly cheered um, for the Broncos be, purely because of Von Miller. Mm-hmm. After that Super Bowl win, I got a Von Miller Broncos jersey. That no longer fits me, but that is a <laughs> different story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I hope, I honestly, I hope the Broncos do well enough this year. I hope that they are playoff contenders it's at still, the very minimum. It's still playoff the Chiefs contenders. conference, though. It still is the Chiefs conference, and I hate that because... I don't like the Chiefs. I'm not a fan of the Chiefs. No. I have... Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, he's a good player. But let's be honest here, without the receiving core that he has, he he's he'd receive, be nothing. He's not receiving core, he's Travis Sorry, Kelsey. Sorry, he has tra- without Travis Kelsey, he'd be nothing. Yeah. Let's be honest here. But that is the I think the best connection from tight end to wide receiver or quarterback since we've seen since either Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers or You're right. Tom Brady and Gronk. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm just saying like He is always open for some reason. No one can guard him. I don't get it. Like, you, like, if you look at replays, if you put them in slow-mo, it just looks like the quarterbacks just disappear yeah, for real. out of nowhere. And it's like, like, what's going on out there? Why aren't we guarding him? But is, is Travis Kelsey just getting, you know, a clone out there? And definitely. Just throwing him out yeah. there? No, but in all... Dolphin, okay, moving on. Dolphins Chargers. This will be a test. The Chargers are coming in as a two-point favorite. Or three-point favorite, This is sorry. a test for the Dolphins. 
I think the Dolphins pull us out. Oh, I fully agree. Because they're coming... But the real question for the Dolphins, can Tua Tungavailoa not have his brain turned to mush? Because he's coming off of two concussions. He looked like a baby child out there. I know the joke is about his arm strength, but he can throw it. He has the wide receivers necessary. But also, as a counterpoint to that, the Chargers have reloaded their offense and defense. I will say, Justin Herbert has new has a new head coach. It is no longer, I forget his name. But hopefully when you, he will not become Checkdown McGee again. Because Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Because Justin Herbert has the best arm in the NFL that we have seen forever. Yeah. He has a generational arm, and it is so sad to see him become checkdowns. Yeah, pretty much. This the Chargers going, have the yeah. Chargers have needed a good wide receiver core for a long time. They have a good wide receiver core. Austin Eckler well, and Mike Williams. They just yeah. hurt. I'm saying, like, they've needed one since before they joined. And they have a good one now. It's just if they can stay healthy. Yeah. The Chargers have a good chance of being playoff contenders oh, if they can stay healthy. I mean, they won the they got the playoffs last year, but they yeah. got destroyed by Jacksonville. If they can stay healthy, they make the playoffs. I think they could be, you know, conference, you know, potential conference yeah. contenders. Moving down the line, we potential. Have, yeah, potential. Strong. Moving down the line, we have the Las the Los Angeles the the, the Rams, the St. Louis Rams, and the Seattle Seahawks. I think Seahawks are running this one easily. Seahawks. Yeah. Rams. The Rams have got their ring and left yep. a while ago, and they haven't come back. Nope. Um, Moving down the line, uh, Cowboys-Giants. Um, Giants. Cowboys are hyped up. They always are. Yeah, but the Giants are also hyped up. Not really. Um, but, How about them Cowboys? I honestly... I think Cowboys, it's going to be a close game. Yeah. It's, Granted, a rival, it's a rivalry game. Granted. NFC. Forgive me. Um, NFC East is, outside of the Eagles, is competitive between each other. Yeah. The Eagles just destroy everyone. Yeah. Now, because, like, I want Dallas. I'm secondarily a Dallas fan. I want Dallas to win the NFC East. However, however, I I don't think it'll happen. I think Philadelphia could will probably pull that. Oh, out. the Philadelphia Eagles are going fifteen and two this season. Yeah, there's nothing to stop them. Yeah, but um, but I hope Dallas still does well. This this is the test year for Dak Prescott. It's and been the test Mike year. McCarthy. It's been the test year for Dak Prescott. Okay, and Mike but McCarthy. Jerry Jones is now fed up with it. Yeah, granted. The Dallas Cowboys need to can Jerry Jones. Yes, but they won't. You're right, they won't because of his legacy. Yeah. I don't care about his legacy. Can him. Yeah. He's but, terrible okay. for the Cowboys I'm organization. I'm saying they have so much confidence in Dak Prescott, they trade for Trey Lance. Oh, I'm fully aware. Look at that confidence right there. Oh, I'm fully aware. Dak Prescott's going to throw 30 interceptions this year and still get hailed as, oh, he's, he's just learning. He's new. He's been in the league for a while. He yeah. has no more excuses. He's literally the exact copy of Tony Romo, and you cannot tell me he's not. Because that, that's all that the Cowboys know how to draft. Yeah, Tony Romo's. Tony Romo had two good no, seasons. No, he wasn't even drafted. Oh, sorry, my bad. But, like, Tony Romo had two good seasons, right? Yeah. Two good seasons. Mm-hmm. They want to ring it And, and he was help. You're, you're right. The last one they want, the last one Dallas won was with Troy Aikman. Yep. I'm so happy that the Cowboys haven't won a ring in 30 years. 
But, you know, I mean... When the Cowboys win a ring, all of America Tony, loses. Like, Tony Romo had the help of Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. Prime Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. You know? And he still sucked. <laughs> he was decent. He was good. But, he was a, he yeah. was a really good tight end. Moving down. We have the Bills-Jets. Um, I do think the Jets are going to win this, mainly because Von Miller's hurt. Let's go Jets. Let's go Jets. Good touchdown, Jets. No. Um, Jets. The, the New Jersey Jets and the New Jersey Giants. It's going to be a close game. I think if Aaron Rodgers can come back to 2019, 2021, 2020 form, mm-hmm. the Jets are going to win the AFC East. Yeah. But, I mean, the I will say something. Yeah, Von Miller's hurt, but the Bills' defense is still pretty good. And um, they have Micah Hyde. That's about it. Well, yeah, but um, oh, why am I forgetting his name? Position. Uh, blah, 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 offensive player. Stephon Diggs. I think Dawson Knox. Sorry, Tamar um, Hamlin. Yes, Tamar Hamlin. He's back. Yeah, he's not that good. Yeah, he's okay. He he's not amazing. I'm very happy that he's alive and healthy. Yes, but. He, he will be a very good feel-good story for the, for the, for the Bills. He will but be. And let's, he's be honest, gonna, uh, let's be honest here, though. If if he didn't get hurt, no one would know who he existed. But I'm super happy he is safe and yes. he is healthy and he is playing again. Yes. But I'm sorry. He's a very okay tight end. Or sorry, safety. Why are you saying sorry to me? I'm not a Bills fan. I'm saying it to the internet. I like, you know, I, you know. I'm super thrilled that he's okay and he's oh, doing real, well. And, you know, he is <clears throat> a decent player. Yeah. Like, he has the potential to make a name for himself. Well, he's already made a name for himself. He's well, gonna, he, he's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. I mean, I mean, like, athletically. Yeah. You know, not from a, you survived a cardiac arrest on the field sort of incident. Yeah. Like, he has potential to make a name for himself. He just needs to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he needs to actually prove himself on the field. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's a pretty good wrap-up point. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Ball Talk. I've been Michael. I've been Zach. And as always, our opinions, just like the referees, are final. Thanks, Thanks and, and giga. Woo! Uh, ciao.